0: It's history time. Ba, 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 1914 to 1918, the Great War, the war to end all wars. 1916, the Battle of the Somme. 1st of July 1916, the battle starts. Hundreds of thousands of allied troops are sent o- over the top to fight the Germans. Unfortunately, many didn't return your mission, to find out why. Was it the fault of the generals? Were the British troops really lions led by donkeys? Or is that a little unfair on Haig and his buddies? It's your mission, recruit. It's your coursework. You find out. Roll it out. Sorry about my rather appalling American accent there, but I'm just trying to engage you really in what your coursework's all about. It's all about that, finding out if General Haig was the butcher of the Somme or not. And you've got to remember the key factors here, you've got to remember the two main aims of the Battle of the Somme, the fact that they were meant to take pressure off Verdun, and of course the fact that they were meant to break through the German lines and this was going to be the decisive battle of the war. Should be fairly uh, memorable for you by now, that um, in fact it didn't quite happen as, wh- as, as it was planned. Okay, they did actually manage to um, take German pressure off Verdun, But the battle itself was not a glowing success. In fact, the first day alone there were nearly 60,000 casualties, 20,000 dead, 40,000 wounded. The barbed wire that was supposed to have been cut by the artillery shells hadn't been cut. The German trenches were not destroyed. The shelling hadn't worked. Around a third of all artillery shells fired by the British were duds. So the Germans weren't subjected to the sort of bombardment they should have been. And not only that, but the Germans were really well dug in and fortified in their bunkers. So when the artillery stopped and moved on, the Germans realised that was the signal for the attack. They ran out the trenches, ran to the machine guns, manned their machine guns and shot down the British troops, who of course rather stupidly had been told to walk towards the enemy machine guns. In fact, some of them even kicked footballs as they went, certainly in the first wave. I doubt there were many in the second and third wave that kicked footballs as they would have started to get the picture. So, Haig's come in for a lot of criticism because of his tactics, because of this war of attrition idea, the idea of just simply wearing down the enemy, not really coming up with anything um, clever or, or imaginative in order to def- defeat the Germans, but just plugging away, keep on doing the same old thing, sending men to fight machine guns. Um, so yeah, he's taken a lot of flack for that. And what you've got to do is you've got to try and work out whether that's justified or not. It could be argued that that Haig that was the butcher of the Somme, that he killed all these people, he didn't care about his men and that's certainly what some people like John Laffin have said. However on the other hand we've got this other idea about Haig being perhaps just the product of his time, he's just someone that was educated at military college about about how to fight warfare and the type of warfare he was trained for actually, well that had died and trench warfare was something new that he hadn't been trained for so it's a bit unfair to expect him to be successful in, in dealing with that. He takes a lot of flack because he he was situated miles away from the front lines, but on the other hand it could be argued that was the best place for him. Um, And of course Haig was accused of not changing his tactics. Actually, when you look at it in a bit more detail, they did change tactics, and they did invent things like the Creeping Barrage, they did bring tanks into warfare. In fact, tanks were first used at the Battle of the Somme, so to suggest that no, there was no innovation at the Battle of the Somme is probably a bit unfair. Whether there was enough innovation or innovation at the right times, that's probably a better question, but there was innovation there. I, I just think it was perhaps a bit limited. In some parts of the line, people literally made no progress at all whatsoever. Um, thousands w- w- were killed. In other parts of the line, they did actually make some progress, and they did actually advance as much as ten kilometres in some parts of the line. Um, but again, the whole objective w- was was to push the whole of the German front line backwards, and of course that didn't really happen. In fact, Haig's plan was to break out into open ground behind the trenches and send the cavalry in, but of course, horses against machine guns, the big hot bullet wins every time, you see, and little Neddy, little Neddy's going to struggle. So doing well in your coursework is about two things. It's about understanding the Battle of the Somme and Haig, but it's also about understanding source work. So it's really important that you get to grips with issues such as reliability and purpose because reliability and purpose are the key to you being successful in these. So being able to understand why someone is saying what they are about the Somme or about Hague. You know, looking at from the point of view of maybe someone who's fought and his friends have died in the Somme, you can understand why he's perhaps saying negative things about Hague. Equally, Um, someone writing from the point of view the official British historian or whatever maybe they would be more positive about Hague because possibly that's their job so as we go into this coursework period now you just need to be really reflective about purpose and about reliability okay well I think that's it for now and I'm going to leave you so thank you for listening I hope this has been as excruciating for you as ever and it's 5 minutes and about 30 seconds of your life that you probably wish you'd spent doing something else hey ho I had fun, and well, you never know, this just might have been useful. Ciao. That was History Time. Ba-ba-ba!